0: You're listening to Hope, the Advocacy and Empowerment Podcast. Join us as we break the silence and discuss a wide range of topics, from domestic and sexual violence to self-care techniques. This podcast is provided to you by the Survivor Empowerment Center of Southern Illinois, serving survivors of sexual and domestic violence since 1972. All services are free and confidential. Hello, I'm a junior in Southern Illinois. I'm a senior in Southern Illinois. And I'm a senior in Southern Illinois. We are all members of our school's youth group, and we have partnered with the Survivor Empowerment Center to bring you this minicast. This year, our minicast will focus on healthy relationships. Today, we're talking about green and red flags in relationships. Everyone can benefit from this information in any type of relationship, whether you're interacting with coworkers, teammates, friends, family, or a romantic partner. We are looking at the One Love Foundation website, which lists 10 green and red flags to help establish a sense of balance in all kinds of relationships. But today, we are just going to focus on some of our favorites. Let's start with green flags first. A green flag is like a green light that tells you that you are in the right path and things are feeling good and safe in a relationship. Our first green flag is honesty. So what if someone is not honest with you? I think honesty is the biggest part in a relationship. And when someone is not honest with you, even about the littlest things, it makes you lose all your trust in them. So then you lose that, the one of the main focal points of a relationship. Yeah, I think, you know, and I think of honesty, I think a lot more elaborate than just, you know, a relationship with a romantical partner. I think friendships, I think family. And I think honesty is something that we can all get kind of wrapped up in sometimes because, those that have really big hearts, they let those that are dishonest with them kind of fly right by because, you know, you want to still believe in them and you want to still love them and trust them. But I think there comes a point where, you know, you've done it so much to yourself, someone being dishonest with you, it, you know, it, it hurts to, to think about and to realize that, you know, they're not what they're letting off to be so... I think it comes from being able to focus and realize that you're being hurt and worry about yourself. So, should you give people second chances or what about multiple chances? Um, I think it kind of just depends on why they lost your trust in the first place. If it's something kind of minor, I'd say that second chances are something that everyone deserves, but I don't think third chances are, I don't think they should be a thing because at some point you've got to have respect for yourself. I definitely agree with her. I think that at a certain point, you can uh, give another chance. Um, point, you have to also, yeah, what she said, give yourself respect and to stop giving them another chance. They can't just keep messing up and losing your trust. Our next green flag moment is a comfortable pace. A comfortable pace is described by one love foundation as when the relationship moves at a speed that feels enjoyable for each person. What if someone wants to spend more time with the other person than the other person wants to spend with them? I feel like um, it's very much a boundary that needs to be set in about how much time you actually want to set aside to be with that person because I know a lot of people kind of just want to be around who they want to be around 24-7. They never want to leave their side. They always want to be with them. But then there's also these people who they need that social break. They need to just be completely by themselves. and I feel like that's a very important part in a relationship whenever you try to set that boundary yeah I think it's just about being honest with the other person because if you get so wrapped up in hanging out with someone 24 7 especially in a romantic relationship and say god forbid that relationship were to end now you don't have that person to be with 24 7 and you feel like you know you don't know what to do with yourself because you depended on them to be happy and to be sad and now that they're gone You know, you have to face all these emotions by yourself. So definitely there being a boundary there, just like just like what she said with there being a boundary. Absolutely. Do you think it's important? Yeah, I definitely agree with all of those statements. Um, I think, yeah, the boundary needs to be set at the beginning of the relationship. And that if you feel that it is getting too much for you, that if the other person should have enough respect for you to understand what you're saying and to respect your like feelings towards the situation and that you want to have other friends other than just them. So what if you feel pressure into doing something that you're not ready for? What is a good way to tell someone that you want to slow down? I think honesty is going to be the root of a lot of these questions. Um, Honesty is another way of showing respect. And I think that being honest rather than doing something you're uncomfortable with and then bringing it up later is going to cause you a lot more good than what might happen if you if you keep quiet because you shouldn't ever feel pressured into doing something that you aren't ready for, especially if it's with a romantic partner because then not only for them, you lose trust for yourself. I feel like you are your first person. You should be your first priority. And if you're not ready for something, then you're not ready for that. And if you're being pressured into it, then it may not be as safe as a space as you personally imagined it to be. And you kind of need to, like, reevaluate what you're going through and who you're with all the time and the people around you. Yeah, I definitely agree with all that. It goes back to what she said with respect. And if they truly cared about you, that they would never make you do something you do not feel comfortable with. And I feel like everyone needs to remind themselves that. So next, we wanted to discuss a couple of red flag moments today. A red flag is like a red light that tells you When something doesn't seem right and that things are not feeling good or safe in the relationship. The first red flag moment is called belittling. Belittling is when someone constantly puts you down. What if someone sees this as a playful tease, but it really hurts your feelings? So if a lot of people, I feel like, kind of push the line on being sarcastic and funny and kind of messing with you, and then pushing it towards more of like a they're being just absolutely rude because they think it's funny and they're getting personal enjoyment out of it. And if you're, like, a younger person and you're still in school and it's happening in school, obviously, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, you definitely need to, like, alert someone who is of higher authority who can actually do something. Or if it's just out in your personal life, just, like, distance yourself from them. like, and Or if you still want them in your life even though they're doing that and there's still, like, other things they're doing and that was just a one-time thing talk to them about it and say like, I don't feel comfortable with what you're saying and I would appreciate it if you would slow down. Yeah, for sure. I think the first step you need to do is tell them your concern. And I think you need to tell them that it is hurting your feelings and that you don't appreciate it at all. And then if they keep doing it, then that's when you need to think to yourself, do I need them in my life? Do I want to be around someone that's making me feel like so much smaller than what I am? And then you realize that and then you need to either figure out yourself if you want to keep them in your life. And if you do, you need to sit down and have a conversation with them. But if they do not listen to you, I don't think that, like, that is something that you should keep around. Yeah, and I I think when it comes to someone making you feel really small and and isolating you and making you feel like you're unimportant, like no one likes you, it's important to... Surround yourself with people that do love you and that do like who you are and that will do, you know, anything to protect you or build you up because some of those people that may make you feel like that are always going to be there, whether it's at school, whether it's at work, whether it's, you know, in a college classroom. So I think what would definitely help the situation is surrounding yourself with people that love you for your flaws and love you for your, you know, your things that you bring to the table. The next red flag is manipulation. According to One Love, manipulation is, quote, when someone tries to control your decisions, actions, or emotions. What do you do if your partner tries to convince you to do something or say something that you are not comfortable with? Um, I think it is, I have a lot about standing up for yourself and knowing your own worth. And I think, like I keep saying, it's all about the honesty. You should never feel pressured into doing something that you don't want to do, whether it's saying something or doing something. In this case, um, a partner, especially a romantic one, should never make you do something you're not comfortable with. And if you're put in that situation a lot, maybe you need to consider getting out of it. I mean, manipulation is a biggest aspect. Yeah, not only in a romantic relationship but in friendships also, and. Even in like family relations and stuff, that's a big part. And I don't think a lot of people realize what it is because some kids grow up with it. They grow up as a family manipulating them their whole life and they don't notice that it's manipulation. And so when it does get into a relationship outside of their family, like a relationship or a like a romantic relationship or a friendship, they don't notice it until it is too late. So, when you feel uncomfortable in any instance like that, I do think it like she said, you need to be honest. You need to say how you feel because like I said earlier, if they cared about you, they would never put you into a situation that you do not feel comfortable doing. What do you do if the person ignores you until they get their way? That I feel like that's the most identifiable form of manipulation that there is. Um Being ignored doesn't feel good no matter who it comes from. And I think that if they're willing to go that far to manipulate you, make you feel like you're less than what you are, just because you're not doing something that they want you to do, that's when I think, like I said at the first question, you maybe need to consider either sitting down with them and voicing that you don't feel comfortable and that them ignoring you just doesn't help the situation. And if that doesn't work, maybe consider, you know, thinking about yourself and focusing on what you need in your life in terms of positivity and getting out of the situation. Yeah, I think that's one of the most immature things to do in any relationship. And when you see someone be that immature, you need to realize that that's not something you need to be around. How do you feel about, like, your gut feeling in situations like that? (laughs) I personally have had one of these situations, and a gut feeling doesn't just happen for no reason. There have been actual science-based studies um, about the gut feeling, and I think it comes from there being something that you've seen or something that you've heard that kind of ties into some doubts and some insecurities that you have. So whenever you dive deep into what that gut feeling is about and you come up right, it it really sucks, but at the same time, it's like, okay, but, you know, that's just that first, like, you've got to trust your gut. That's where that quote comes from. That quote wouldn't be so iconic if it wasn't true, and I think trusting your gut isn't a bad thing. Sometimes it can be wrong, but whenever it's right, I think what you need to do is worry about how you can either prove it wrong if you don't want it to be right or, you know, being honest with yourself and maybe reaching out because, The first thing that you want to do in a situation where your gut's kind of giving you either a good or bad vibe is talk to the person because trusting your gut can be a really good thing, but unless you have the facts, you don't want to come off like you're trying to interrogate or how you say put something on them that hasn't actually happened. So what is a gut feeling and what are some examples of it? So gut feeling is kind of like when your stomach does a flip-flop and the hair on your arm sticks up and your shoulders kind of tense up and they're way too close to your ears and your heart pounds and it's just like a sign that you're in a bad situation and you shouldn't be in that situation and you should probably find a way to exit yourself from that situation. Yeah, when someone says like, I've got a bad gut feeling, it's not just their stomach that's doing flip-flops, it's their head, it's their heart, it's, you know, everything in between. So definitely trust your your body, especially whenever you think something may be wrong. Yeah, your body knows you best out Mm -hmm. of everything, so it's very important to listen to it in situations like this. I'm a senior in Southern Illinois, and you have been listening to a minicast from our school's Youth and Community Advocates Group, where we have partnered with the Survivor Empowerment Center. If you need advice, counseling, therapy, or are unsure if you are in an abusive relationship, feel free to call the Survivor Empowerment Center at 1-800-334-2094. Their services are free and confidential. Also, the hotline is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Again, the number is 1-800-334-2094. Thank you for listening to HOPE, the Advocacy and Empowerment Podcast.